Good evening and welcome to the Lockdown Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and follow our podcast Twitter at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, be sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, and the Megaphone app. Subscribing is free and keeps you up to date on the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis. On tonight's episode, I thought I would do something a little bit differently than what I've done previously, and uh, what I said last episode was I would take a look at some of the 2020 NHL draft prospects, and what I would like to do on this episode is essentially live react to some of the footage that I see and kind of give you some thoughts about players who might be in the draft range that Winnipeg could potentially get uh, a handle on. I would expect that Winnipeg would, you know, all things being equal and, and whatever happens during this playoff uh, I guess, play-in, so to speak, like the the round-robin series that's going to happen. I, I think that Winnipeg will probably pick somewhere after 15 overall. So essentially that, that back half of the first round. And probably, uh, I would say, they would pick around 18, maybe 17, somewhere around there. So we'll take a look at some of those prospects and see who might stick out. I'm going to be going by Sportsnet's rankings, which, eh, you know, it's Sportsnet. But we'll just kind of use their general prospect rankings, because I feel like after the first top 10 or so, um, it can be occasionally difficult to rank where you feel the most, uh, I guess, strongest prospect options are. Although this year, apparently this draft is pretty loaded. There's a good chance that if you have a decent pick, you might walk away with an NHLer. The first guy that I pulled from this list is at 15th overall, and this is Caden Gooley. And Caden is a big kid. He's like a lean defenseman, on, but on the taller side, he's like 6'3", and generally speaking, people have him somewhere in the mid to late first round. Uh, I think Elite Prospects thinks he's 20th overall, and they said the consolidated average ranking is around 21st overall. Uh, Sportsnet has him a little high at, uh, at 15th compared to some of the others, but that's not the only uh, scouting agency that thinks that he's that good. From what I've seen of his footage, and and again, highlights are limited. You'd have to do a lot of individual tracking. But I think the first thing that stands out to me is that he's not exactly... I don't know. It's hard to describe. His style is not particularly passive. He just seems like he's very limited in his movement because he seems to know where he needs to be at all times. I would describe it as, like, controlled stillness. And he's, like, a huge player, too. Um, but, you look, you know, there's plenty of tall guys in, in his particular league, which I believe he is with, uh, he's with the Prince Albert Raiders of the WHL. And he's 6'3". So he is a big kid. He's got a big wingspan. But when you watch him, he's just very... I don't know. It's hard to describe. He's almost, he's an active participant, but he feels like he knows roughly where he needs to be spatially so that he's not overcommitting. He doesn't really seem like he tries to skate aggressively to constantly create. He wants to be more of a complimentary piece and, and occasionally contribute offense when the opportunity or the shooting lane is there. His skating is very smooth. Um, his edge work just doesn't seem all that inefficient. I mean, he just seems to be very in control. And in some ways, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Nick Hag, although I think Hag was a lot more awkward looking when I saw him. Goalie's just a big dude who uh, has a nice shot. Not exactly a hard slap shot, but a decent enough shot that could cause goalies some trouble if he drops below the faceoff circles. I think what will be appealing to most uh, teams is going to be not only his size and skating ability, but the fact that he is a very physical defenseman. Many have described him as having a bit of a nastier edge, and he is a lefty, so... You know, left left-handed defenseman, 
are occasionally sought after just because some of them are in, in shorter supply. He does kind of remind me of Nick Hag in some respects, but I think Hag was more offensively prolific. Gooley's offensive game has started to round into form, and he's still 18, so you know he's probably got some developing to do. Uh, this year, he jumped from 17 points last season to 40 points in around the same amount of games this season, as 65 and 64 respectively, as far as games played. So interesting prospect. He's somebody that I'm sure the Jets would probably like, just because our, our defensive unit is is definitely a little bit on the ragged side, and you know they like sizable offensive defensemen with a, a nastier edge. Right after Gooley, Sportsnet has Connor Zeri at 16th overall, which is about roughly where a lot of uh, agencies are ranking him. I think his consolidated ranking is at 15th overall. Zeri is a very interesting player to me. Um, when you watch him, he's got a couple of unique traits. I think the first is that he's, he's like very productive consistently. He scores a ton of points, and he does it on multiple situational uh, strengths. So even strength, he's productive on the power play, He's on the penalty kill. So he's got some versatility. I think the thing that sticks out to me is that he's a very smooth skater and he's got really good hand-eye coordination. So he's able to just kind of glide through defensive units and then hit him with a little bit of stick handling and, and deception before cutting in against the goaltender and having a nice snappy little release. He definitely likes getting in closer to the goalies. Uh, he's usually when he's, he's scoring below the faceoff circles, he's in very close proximity to the net. And I feel like he likes those uh, those flanking areas where he can snap that shot off very quickly. He demonstrates to me pretty good uh, spatial awareness and vision. I feel like he just seems to know, again, kind of like Gooley in, in some respects, he knows where he needs to be at all times. But I think what makes him a little bit more dangerous is that he has this nasty little offensive instinct and he's not afraid to drive towards the net or go behind it. So he'll set up his teammates too, which is a nice attribute to have you know, the vision and presence to make those plays, especially when you need to make a quick one under pressure. I don't think he has, like, the high-end dynamic skating of, of somebody like Nikolai Ehlers or something like that, but what he does have is a very good engine. He looks like a really solid middle six player, somebody with scoring upside, um, an industrious nature that lets him get up close in front of opposing goalies and kind of sneak between defensive alignments where maybe they're not covering him quite as closely because they don't see him. This year, his point totals have been pretty nuts, especially for an 18-year-old. He's got 86 points in 57 games for Kamloops, and last year he was over a point per game. Zary is somebody that's very interesting. I don't know if he's like the play-driving dri play type, but he definitely is a, a talented center, and he might have some versatility. His com closest comparison, I guess, in style might be like an Andrew Kopp type of player, somebody who maybe doesn't have like an elite tool set, but who gets it done regardless and has enough wherewithal to really work with perhaps maybe lesser skating, so-so um, stick handling. I think that he's got a nice sense of control and coordination. So, you know, he may not have like, you know, Nathan McKinnon's hands or even Ehlers' hands, but what he does have is just a nice overall package that allows him to be deployed in all situations. Having somebody who's not afraid to get in front of the net, who's not afraid to set up his teammates on good opportunities or serve as a complimentary flanking wing if he needs to, you always like that, especially somebody who has a good balance and, and pretty good fundamentals, which I think, you know, Zary has all of these in, in spades, really. Speaking of having tool sets and spades and all sorts of things in the toolbox, rockauto.com has all of the car parts you could possibly imagine from everything including engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, even a brand new carpet for all of those moments when your kids spill your barbecue sauce all over the back seat and on your floor. 
RockAuto.com is a family-run business that's been around for over 20 years and is trusted by professionals and amateur car enthusiasts alike. They offer a huge selection of car parts and save you the time and money that you're looking for versus an in-store retail experience. You might even find yourself paying half price compared to what you might find in a retail shop. And because RockAuto.com is open online, you don't have to go out and break quarantine preferring to shop from the safety of your own home online. Their easy-to-use website has all the filters, makes, and models that you can possibly imagine for any car. Go to rockauto.com right now, check out the parts available for your car or truck, and then if you place an order, be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. The next guy on Sportsnet's list is Rodian Amirov from, I think, one of the lower Russian leagues. And Amirov, Sportsnet doesn't really have a whole lot to say about him other than can impact a game effectively at even strength. So I did some research, and actually a buddy of mine who you should follow on Twitter, at Scouching, Will Scouch is his uh, pseudonym of sorts, he had a very interesting report on Amirov. He thinks that Amirov is a very solid, really well-rounded player with a very smart um, approach to the game. Now, Amirov is somebody who, I, I think from what I've seen and from what Will has said, kind of, he's got a good head on his shoulders and he knows how to use space, but he's not really like a playmaker in the sense that he, I found, tends to like peripheral plays a lot more. So Will called him a, a, a play facilitator, which I think is a really good way to describe him. Amirov is somebody who I don't think has like a really amazing tool set, but he is capable of getting into the spaces where he needs to help out his teammates. Um, you know, Will has said that he's somebody who definitely is a puck retriever, uh, who likes to find and uses outlets, and I think that that is very valuable in the sense that you need guys who aren't really dead weight on the ice, in the sense that they can help you set up play options and really assist in your buildup. Now, the thing that I think that kind of would bug me just a little bit is that because he's not somebody who centrally attacks a lot and creates a lot of high scoring opportunities um, I, I just feel like Amirov is a little bit limited right now but it doesn't mean that if he doesn't develop a bit more whether it's physically or, or adding, adding some more skill sets to his arsenal that he couldn't be a more dangerous middle six forward I think that there's definitely something to be said about his, his industriousness and his willingness to go into corners and to you know make sure that he is at least spatially relevant to play. He doesn't want to take himself out and put himself in a position or his teammates in a position to need to cover for him or on a bad defensive read. So I, I feel like right now he's kind of a little bit viewed as, as a more neutral player, but I think that he does have enough fundamentals and tool sets in the box to be worth a good draft pick in the first round. With some refining and development of his approach to attacking from the flank and cutting in, I think that he could be a more dangerous forward and somebody who, you know, certainly could be a complementary winger to uh, maybe a more skilled high-end playmaker. I'd definitely like to see him use his shot a little more carefully and more, I guess, uh, dangerously in close because I think that he definitely has all of the tools to be a more effective player if he can get into those better spots and kind of use... I think the ice a bit more advantageously than he already does. Sportsnet next has at number 18th overall John Jason Paterka, and I think that Paterka is probably more of a late first round pick than towards the middle where they currently have him ranked. Paterka is interesting because I feel like he just looks like a very solid, well-rounded player. He's got nice edge work, a powerful stride, 
and he's actually surprisingly physical, which allows him to kind of open up space and get into the corners where he needs to force turnovers, um, occasionally track back on defense, and essentially just harass opposing puck carriers. Now, I, I think that Paterka, playing in the German league that he is, tends to have more space to set up plays, um, and he does display decent vision passing, and then occasionally a nice shot when he needs to use it. I just, I'd be curious to know how that translates to an, a league where there's less space and time to work with. I think that overall he demonstrates very solid fundamentals, and that edge work that he has is going to be very useful for creating more space and helping him transition offense up and down the ice. I think I, I like a couple of things. I do like that he is often very industrious. Uh, if, if he sees like a play is breaking in, in in the offensive zone, he still tries to continue and use his skating ability to open up space, get into those areas where the puck retrieval is possible, and, and so, sort of grind it out. Now, I think that the one thing that I did notice is that he doesn't really have like high-end stick handling or like an amazing release. Again, it's kind of hard to get a sense because I think the DEL goaltending and stuff out there is maybe not as tough as some of the other leagues. But again, he is playing against adult men. As an 18-year-old, I, I think that his body of work is very solid. His scoring rates don't immediately jump off the page, and this season he hasn't really played because I don't think that they've had much of a season to begin with, so we're kind of going off of some limited international appearance, appearances and as like his first DEL season. I, I think that he's got some good tool sets to be an effective third-line winger, somebody who maybe serves, again, as more of a complimentary guy, uh, and maybe you could use him on the PK or something. I'm not sure if he has enough high-end stick handling and a great enough release to be like a middle or top six forward. I, I think that he might be more suited to a depth role, and that's not a bad thing. I just think that given what I've seen so far and the limited footage available, I don't know. It's hard to say. He does have a, a very pronounced engine, and he is surprisingly physical, and he's definitely not afraid to grind and go into the corners. I just wonder if he's able to develop his shot a bit more and add some offensive toolkits because he's got enough physical traits that I think he could be a dangerous player with a bit more time and development. I think rather than where Sportsnet has him at like 18th or so, definitely a later first round pick, uh, I would project as like 25th to 28th, I think would be a safer safer choice there. He definitely looks like he could be a solid NHLer, just maybe lesser upside than some of the other guys. Upside's always a tough question because you're thinking about, you know, what guys aren't going to let me down? I can tell you right now, though, one thing that's not going to let you down is a Built Bar. Built Bars are soft, chewy, and delicious protein bar alternatives to the usual dry and boring protein bars you're probably used to already. They're soft and chewy more like candy bars, and they have a nice dark chocolate coating with a variety of great flavors, many of which are actually nut-free if you've got allergies. If you want a place to start and you like fruit, I recommend the dark chocolate raspberry flavor, or if you're more of a mint person, the mint chocolate is very good as well. Built Bars are also great for you, which is pretty surprising because most protein bars can be a little bit iffy on the calorie counts, but most of these are 150 calories or less, with around 30% of your daily protein intake and 5 or less grams of fat, which is a fantastic value, uh, especially when you're thinking about trying to count calories, make sh making sure that you're balancing um, your carb and, and fat intake as well. If you want to give them a try, be sure to check out their sampler box, which has around 10 or so different flavors for you to sample and get a sense of which one might be your favorite. And also, when you head out to checkout, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Make your order, you won't regret it. 
At number 19 overall, we've got uh, Braden Schneider out of the Brandon Wheat Kings, who is uh, a defenseman and actually Sportsnet's description, which I didn't even read before checking out his footage and reports. They actually describe him as a complimentary blue liner, and that's exactly what I was able to find on his footage. I think the first thing, though, that actually did stick out to me is apparently he's like 6'2 and a little bit over 200 pounds, but when you watch him skate, that doesn't stick out at all. He actually looks a lot more mobile than you'd expect, which is something that I like because I like guys who are are big and physical, but also have the ability to transition up and down the ice very quickly. Braden seems to have this capability, which I think is very important when you want somebody on, say, like, if you've got a second pairing, right, and you've got an offensive blue liner who's more attacking-oriented and like a Jacob Truba style, you want somebody behind him who's capable of being a puck-moving blue liner who can also play a clean outlet pass and then assist as need be on defensive duties and tracking back, which Braden looks to be that kind of player. He's not somebody who's very offensively dynamic just at first blush, but what I did notice was that he seemed to pick his timing well, and I feel like he used his, his passing lanes correctly, which is, you know, it's it's a small thing, but I think when you have somebody who maybe takes more of a backseat and is there just to help you maintain offensive zone possession and keep your cycle going, those value er, those skill sets are actually fairly valuable. I think that he doesn't have like a really super flashy game, but I, I like his ability just to be very clean, to, to pick his face as well, his timing is solid. He just seems like a very well-rounded blue liner, which I'm always a fan of. If you got him in the in the latter part of the first round, I think you'd be looking at a pretty good value pick. Or if for some reason he slips even further, you'd be, you know, taking it all the way to the bank. You'd be thrilled with that. The last guy that I'll probably get to tonight, uh, and this is at number 20th overall, is a center from Shikutami, and I forget how you even pronounce the second part of that team's name, but this guy is Hendrix Lapierre. And Lapierre is very interesting to me. Um, He's consistently talked about as one of the top offensive centers in this class. And I think as soon as you watch any of his highlights uh, or footage of him, what immediately jumps out at you is just unbelievable vision. He seems to have a really good sense of where his teammates are. And he's constantly looking for uh, a passing lane almost right to the net. His distribution ability and the flair that he adds when he's looking to kind of cut uh, vertically or laterally or whichever direction, even diagonally, if he's looking uh, further down towards a higher position down to cutting across the goal mouth, he's got really good passing. And I think that that is something that immediately stands out. The other thing that I've noticed with him is that when he cuts towards the net and kind of drops low, He's got a really fast release that doesn't exactly have a ton of strength, but he's got a nice bit of deception, and I've noticed that goalies almost kind of freeze when he takes his shot. I don't know if that's because they don't anticipate when his release comes off, or if he's using a little bit of stick handling and deception to hide the puck right before he releases it, but he definitely has a little bit of dynamic flair to his stick handling and release that you know, it will, it won't compensate at the NHL level in the same way that it probably does when he's playing in the queue. I mean, we've got to be honest. He's shooting against mostly teenagers or early 20s guys, and this is not the same caliber of goaltending that you're going to find at the NHL level. But if he kind of builds up some upper body strength and really develops his all-around game, he might be able to be a really nasty playmaker who can also add a little bit of a goal-scoring punch because he's definitely in the areas where he can create high-danger offensive chances. Now, the one thing that they have said about him and the reason that he's probably slipped in the rankings is just because of his injury history, and he he may have had a couple of concussions. He's definitely had some vertebrae injury. It's hard to know exactly just how extensive his, his health concerns really are. 
but if he can stay healthy, I definitely like his vision and his playmaking distribution because he has those in spades, and that's very important for somebody who maybe lacks a direct goal-scoring component but can still set up his teammates. And he did say he wants to be like uh, a combination of Evgeny Kuznetsov and uh, Alexander Barkov, which is funny because he does wear Kuznetsov's 92. I don't think that he really plays that same game as Kuzi, because, like, Pete Kuzi just constantly drives towards the net and has this ridiculous hand-eye coordination that allows him to pull off goals that basically no one else in the league can really do. The only other guy that I've seen that attempts the kind of stuff that Kuzi used to uh, is maybe Andrei Zvechnikov, and Zvechnikov also plays a totally different game than Kuzi does. So, again, I, I kind of feel like, in that respect, I think what um, Lapierre is suggesting is he wants the vision and the wherewithal to even attempt that kind of stuff and add those elements of flair to his game. The base package, though, the brain and and thinking and spatial awareness is all there, and that's something that I think for Hendricks, if he is able to stay healthy, he could be just absolutely venomous in the right situation. I would love to see him on a team for, like, Winnipeg, right, where you've got a ton of guys who are natural goal scorers, but play playmakers and, and distribution experts are in short supply. This is like an ideal team where Lapierre, with some further development and time, could really hit it out of the park, especially on a line with guys like Kyle Connor, Patrick Laine, you get the idea. It'll be interesting to see what he can do, because he was definitely one of the top QMJHL draft picks, and he has, for the most part, when he's been able to play, demonstrated impeccable vision and just a really great sense of hockey IQ and attacking prowess. We'll probably have another five uh, players in our next episode, so we'll see how how much we get through this week. Um, Hopefully we'll get through the end of the first round and probably some of the first guys out of the second round heading into uh, this coming weekend. But for now, thanks so much for listening. Before you guys log off, be sure to check out our Locked On NHL podcast hosted by Sarah Avampado. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.